Hello and welcome to another Myths and Stories lore short. Uh, this time we are going to be talking about the recent cutscene that came out in game for the end of season 18 regarding uh, Osiris and Saint and a little bit of Mithrax with uh, the whole Nezarek tea thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like chai tea, but darker. Exactly. Uh, we figured that uh, it was uh, an interesting thing to talk about, and we hadn't done you know an episode over Thanksgiving, so we thought, hey, we'll do a little bonus because we have we have some things to discuss. So uh, I say, let's start with Zor. What what was your thoughts as you were watching that cutscene? So I I had a, I had a lot of mixed thoughts on this. Um, so at at the beginning. When when it shows Mithrax and he's like gathering up all the parts of Nezarak and all the stuff and he's been studying and and he gathers all the darkness into this tea that he then feeds to Osiris and and Osiris awakens, I was kind of miffed. So I I I and I'm going to present this this thought in the form of a question, well a statement and a question. I saw it as like that was the end of the Nezarak storyline. You're welcome. What do you think, Myth? Yeah, so I had much the same initial reaction. Um, I, I I had you know my my initial gut reaction was like, a none of this seems like a good idea. Uh, as True. far as like right, distilling like- <laughs> darkness into a drink to feed to a comatose person, like nothing about that sounds. No- what like a good what the plan. hell was Mithrax studying that he came right. to that conclusion? Like that's I mean you're talking the Kel of House Light. Like what what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I, I had I had thought initially like, and I, I guess maybe it wasn't a statement of fact at the time. It wasn't a oh well I guess it's over now. It was it was a fear of like. Oh God, is that it? Like, is that is that, it? Is is that, that where end? we're is ending that all with we <laughs> Yeah, because I was hoping for like a whole dungeon, a whole like, hey, we're gonna go to Nezarak's fourth tomb, and we're gonna we're gonna find some shit there, and it's gonna blow our minds. No, we get dark tai chi, dark tai chi, dark chi. Yeah. <laughs> dark, <laughs> dark chai tea. God damn it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, we we get dark Tai Chi too. Uh, yeah, dark chai tea is what we get. That's it. I just, that's the I end of Nezarek. I just want that Venta black coffee. Uh, that's yes, what, that's what wakes me yes. up. <laughs> that that would literally be the darkest coffee. Like that uh-huh. that that would be Venta black. That would that's exactly what Mithras distilled there. Like there is no light escaping that. Uh. Yeah, so but so, what do you think as far as Nezarek's concerned? Is are we going to see more of that? My my gut feeling is that 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 can't be where they end it, and may, maybe this is just me like making a desperate hope for like, please don't get rid of this really awesome seeming mysterious character whose helmet I've been wearing for like five seasons straight. That's uh, that's that's the part that everyone <laughs> that all of you guys, all of our listeners, have to understand. Myth is a diehard Void Warlock, and and yes. Nezarek's sin has been his exotic for literally decades, for longer than the game has existed. <laughs> that has been his his. I'm assuming you have the the 
is it a wearable one or is it just a little statue one? I just have the. It's just a little statue one. Yeah. Okay, I know they have but the yes, wearable. I, have I know they have the wearable uh, uh, Celestial Nighthawk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they I, they haven't gone yeah. so far as to make a wearable version of of the Sin yet, uh, outside of probably like Etsy or something. Sure. But, uh, so yeah, I I I don't want this to be the end of the that character, and I I, I mean the lore entry, the right. lore entry on the gun, like I am becoming one again, like. And I I trust Bungie's narrative team that this won't be the end of of Nezirak. So it can't be. I I have a feeling that Nezirak, you know, his soul or his consciousness or whatever, was probably in that drink because it was distilled from his body parts. So so I think of it differently. I th- I think that it wasn't his soul that was distilled. It was just the power of darkness. Like darkness, well, yeah. the power was distilled yeah. from it. But like, well, I guess that's a good point. Like, where where does one end and the other begin? Because you know, sure, we've seen darkness has the ability to reassemble and repair. Oh uh, yeah, with the with the spe- rook. the rook, the the it tried to it tried to build back the guy on the sparrow on yep, Mars, yep. where he was just like, nope, that's not happening. That's a bad idea. Um. Did they try to re- repair someone else? Um, eh, I, I the only ones that stick out in my head are are, Rulk are those two, and yeah. Then that that guardian on the sparrow. So like, we know it has some kind of regenerative property, uh, which could explain how it helped, you know, wake up Osiris. But I like I feel like Nezaret can't just be gone though. And sure. The transference. The only transference we've seen of anything dealing with him was via that, you know, that darkness. So maybe he was, you know, carried along with it. I I don't know. Because that's that's the thing when when we when we break down Nezarek a little bit uh, with Aramis finding his staff abandoned, like that was that was his whole thing. Like she found his glave, Nezarek's. Um, Oh Aris. god, what was it called? Eris found the right. Eris yeah. found who did I say? Did I say Aramis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the elixir found it all. No, uh, you know, Kel Darkness. It's it's all the same, right? No, uh, right, right. Yeah. So Eris, Eris Morn, um, she found the glaive. Uh, Nezrax, I and what's the name of it? I I forget the name Nezirak's of Nezrax Whisper. Whisper. She found it abandoned, and that's that's. But abandoned near the near the pyramid in the moon, which is Nezrax's yeah. pyramid, yeah. Um, and we know that Nez- that that pyramid has been there since the Golden Age collapse. Like it it crash landed there, or whatever. Um, but we never really knew what happened to Nezrax. We got a little bit of understanding of what happened to Nezrax during the uh, the mid season uh, cutscene where. Uh, Mithrax explains that his mother came across Nezrax and felt the power of it and then cut it up into a bunch of pieces and put it in jars and they started using these pieces to pull power from because they were they had that power vacuum of they they were able to channel the light before well the channel is a strong word yeah, yeah channel with the splicers uh, from the from the traveler during their golden age and now they're trying to find something as just as powerful to fill that void there and so they have this darkness they're using it to channel powers but like we don't know what happened to cause a Nezrak to just throw down his glaive or to just be 
killed like I, the fact that she came across his body like that's one thing but like i mean there, for his essence to leave his body seems kind of odd like it's because i i very much looked at the nezrak story as very egyptian right like his his body yeah. parts were in these urns these 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 um oh god it starts with a c i can't remember the name of it uh i say it's like canopery yes jars something like that yes canopic yeah canopic jars that sounds right so it it was very egyptian though about it like it it very much and and of course it being a pyramid ship and though i'm you know me it's not a pyramid pyramid has five sides (laughs) these ships all have four sides this is a tetrahedron so the the other thing that stuck out to me during the cutscene was mithrax distilling it and not not the fact that he did but saint says that mithrax studied it because Mithrax stated he was the only one that could see these connections between the different relics and that they whispered to him. Dude, that's darkness. Darkness is straight none, up whispering to him. None of that sounds good. That sounds horrible. Like, this is literally what happened to Aramis. Like, whispers happened to her and she gave in and then that was the end of the salvation for... Or the, I guess it wasn't the end of the salvation. I guess it was the salvation for Aramis and the beginning of Hal's salvation. And in the the scene, when, when they're, you know, described when they... The, the kind of cards, I guess, that, they're, that they have uh, in the video when, when this voiceover is happening... Like Mithrax has them floating around him and he's like holding his head like he's in pain. You know, yeah. it, it it didn't seem like it was a very nice process, whatever led to this distilling of primordial darkness, as Saint calls it. I don't I don't even know what to think of it. Like I I I still I'm I'm going with the theory that it wasn't necessarily um Nezrak himself, like his soul or anything. Uh, I think it was just whatever power of darkness that still existed within these things um, that that darkness, the tool, right? Because because yeah, we have light, the light, force. the tool, dar- yeah. the darkness, the force. Yep. I think that's what he distilled out of it into into a drinkable substance and then fed it to Osiris. Again, none of that sounds OK. No, <laughs> there's nowhere in this where we're saying, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Like, if it was a soul, that'd be one thing. Like, that's just that's just crazy talk. But darkness. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Fine. Neither now, one of these sounds good. <laughs> interesting point. We were talking before we started recording about how Osiris, you know, looks very much like the, the frail, older, mortal yeah. man that he is. I went in that scene, like when he first woke up, but in the promo material material for the seasons of uh lightfall, we see him in his full getup with the, yeah. the, the mask and the feathers and all that stuff. Um, do we think that this primordial darkness, given it's shown regenerative properties is going to return him to being an immortal just through. Oh darkness my God. Now? Would he be the first, like, Dark, dark only guardian? guardian? Maybe. Oh my god. Well, okay, so what well, about Aramis? Aramis? Not Aramis. God damn it. It's going to be the Shirado Shirochi thing again, isn't it? That's yep, what it's yep. going to be for me. Uh, <laughs> yes. What about Eris Morn? 
We that know is, that she has she has no access to light because of the scene where she and Aldrin go out to the Shard of the Traveler and Aldrin lights up a golden gun and allows her to pull the trigger on it. And she, it yeah. fills her with joy because that's the closest she's been able to be to the light since her transformation into the Hive Queen, I guess. I don't know what to call her. Right, um, yeah. So, so, but we know she, she. We know that she has darkness powers. We know that she has access to stasis. We watched her use it in the in the cutscenes uh, at the beginning of uh, um, uh, Beyond Light when she and and yeah. and Drifter and 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 uh, Elsie are, are running up to the Ziggurat. Uh, so yeah, so we know that she can use darkness. But like, would would Osiris be? the first like truly darkness powered pre guardian Eris can, can channel it and use it via stasis, but she doesn't have it in her in the same way that presumably Osiris does now. So So here's, here's where I'm going to draw. Here's where I'm going to draw a bit of a, a bit of a, I guess, prediction thing or or kind of a, a connect the dots thing. They they when when they first said uh, when when Saint first says that uh, uh, Mithrax can see the connections between them, it made me think of Strand, right? It made me think of the yeah. the way that Bungie yep. described Strand. So is that darkness that pulling the lines between the being the weaver, being weaving that space between spaces? I think I think that's where Osiris is going to come in as the as the Strand. Um, go-to person right like i think that, that i think sense, like yeah. like the way that elsie was the stasis person like elsie saw this power of darkness and said look guardians are going to use it, it like it, it's gonna happen they need somebody to guide them they need somebody to say hey it's okay to use stasis it it is a power it is a force it can be powerful but you can't let it overtake you and so i'm curious right. And I and I truly think that that that's kind of where that's leading. I think Osiris is going to be like the main strand go-to person, and he's going to be the first. Um, I I don't know what to call it a a dark guardian, because I mean he's no longer a guardian, yeah. right? Like yeah. he has no ghost. But it, but once you lose your ghost, are you still a guardian? I mean, I guess being a guardian one could argue is just a state of mind right you're just you're just a a protector of right it's just a title that's all it is so he's no longer a light bearer but maybe he is a dark bearer guardian maybe so yeah so it's uh there's more to that cutscene that that we'll talk about here in in a little bit um but i want to go back to your connection with the whole uh egyptian theming obviously osiris's name is very egyptian themed uh and then like the whole nezarak and the canopic jars and whatnot um so i want to touch on this because we know bungie likes to pull from mythologies to tell their stories mainly greek and, and base the characters on we've seen a lot of greek references uh, so I want to do just a quick little summary of the Egyptian myth of Osiris. Okay. Uh, I've got a little breakdown I wrote up here and by no means an expert on this. I'm sure I missed some, some points, but I'm going to just do a quick breakdown. Uh, and there's a couple similarities I want to talk about. 
So the, the Egyptian myth of Osiris, uh, Osiris is the descendant of the creator God, Ra, who is the God of the sun and light. Uh, and Osiris is considered a king slash God of Egypt in and of themselves. Osiris has a wife named Isis, who is the goddess of the afterlife and funerals, and a brother named Set, who is the god of deserts and storms and violence. Set kills Osiris. The reasoning is unclear, depending on your interpretation of the story. Uh, Cuts up his body and scatters it across Egypt in 42 tombs. Set then assumes the kingship. Isis searches for the body parts of her husband, Osiris, uh, often described as taking on the visage of a bird, uh, sometimes a kite or a falcon, uh, along with the help of uh, other gods and goddesses, most notably um, one named Nephis. His body is reassembled and he is revived. Uh, Isis and Osiris have a son named Horus. Uh, it's implied that Osiris's revival is not permanent, as after this he becomes the king of the underworld, while his son Horus grows to be an adult and threatens Set for the throne. Uh, they have a conflict over the course of uh, a number of years and trials. Eventually, Horus triumphs, uh, leading to what is referred to as a store, a restoration of the balance of powers in Egypt. So, okay, there are I some mean, parallels. Where do you, I think. Where do you draw. want to start here? There's a lot of parallels. <laughs> so, uh, Osiris, descendant of the creator of the world, uh, you know, Ra being the god of sun and light, our Osiris and destiny is one of the oldest warlocks we know of, existing since at least prior to the Battle of Six Fronts. Yep. Uh, has a very strong association with solar light. You know, Absolutely. He creates his solar echoes. Like Everything he does is solar. I mean, in the one scene, he pulls out a, a blade and, and does two slashes and then slams it in the ground to make a well. And I'm still right. saying, he and Ikora are the only two that have gone from one super to another instantaneously. Like, someone needs to get Battle Eye on their PCs. What in the hell on. is wrong with Bungie? Just go <laughs> talk to those two and tell them to stop cheating. For the love of God. <laughs> so, uh, our Osiris in-game is in a relationship with Saint-14. Saint is often symbolized by a pigeon and has a great liking for birds in general. Isis, uh, the, Osi- the Egyptian Osiris's wife, being symbolized by uh, various birds, depending on the translation. So there's a little bit of a connection there. Absolutely. Uh, Saint-14 is also the one that presides over the Guardian's funeral in the Corridors of Time event. And Isis, the Egyptian Osiris's wife, uh, was the goddess of funeral rites. So, again, some loose connections. Yeah. Uh, Set is described as a god of violence, which you could say is comparable to Shivu Arath as the hive god of war. Sure. Also, Shivu Arath is the one that kills Sagira. Specifically, Shivu's, like, celebrant is the one that kills Sagira, which is, you know, 
it didn't kill Osiris as intended, but kind of killed Osiris because that's yeah. the event that led to his possession from Savathun. Kill, so, killed the light bearer, Osiris. Yeah. So you have the Shivu, the god of war, killing, quote unquote, Osiris, I, which kind of is the same as Set killing the Egyptian Osiris. Yeah. Um. Now, the whole, like, Set usurps the throne from Osiris after his death is kind of a weird one. We, if we want to draw a parallel here, we could say that uh, maybe this is Savathun assuming Osiris's body. That's that's what I was thinking of. Is just a reference to Shivu Arath be, now being like the last hive god that's on the side of the witness. Oh, um, sure. I didn't think of that either, but that's absolutely a truth. Yeah. So I think you could maybe draw a parallel there. Um, so our Osiris is possessed by Savathun and then left comatose. We could maybe argue that Savathun could be seen as the uh, Nephthys goddess here, as uh, Nephthys was the one that searched for the body pieces with Isis in the Egyptian myth. Um, here, Savathun kind of protected Osiris, even though she had control of his body. And Savathun is the sister of the god of war in the Destiny universe. Whereas yeah. Nephthys was the sister of Set in the Egyptian uh, telling. Yeah, I could I could see the parallels there. So Osiris is revived in Destiny from his coma by the relics of Nezeract being found and coming together, uh, and then you know being found by the Guardian and then being distilled by Mithrax. Uh, we could say this is similar to uh, Isis and Nephthys going out and finding the pieces of the Egyptian Osiris and the various gods that played a part in bringing those pieces together to then be revived. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at in game where things get a little interesting is this concept of Horus Osiris and Isis's son in the Egyptian telling. So if we want to try and speculate on the future here, using this myth as kind of a a baseline. So obviously I don't think we can take it literal that Osiris is going to have a son in the destiny universe. Um, However, Osiris does have what you could argue is a a spiritual son or someone that he took on a parental uh, attachment to as Zavathun. <laughs> and that's Crow. Yeah. And Horus is uh depicted as a falcon in a lot of the Egyptian iconography. You know, Aldrin is a crow, and Aldrin is guided by the or excuse me, depicted as a hawk, and is guided by a golden hawk from the traveler to find Hawk Moon the gun. Right. And, you know, having that kind of parental connection to Osiris, although who knows, that's kind of up in the air now. Uh, that's the whole thing is like when when Crow, even when Crow got all of his memories back, it it was still like a questionable thing. Like even Crow was like, you know, how right. much of that relationship was real? How much of that relationship was Osiris mentoring him? And how much of that was Savathun coaching him? 
Yeah. Like that's, and that's, and it, and they're two very different things. Like if it's, if it's, if he sees it as Osiris mentoring him to be a better guardian, to be a better light bearer, or does he see it as Savathun using him and, and like coaching him into what her plan, ultimate plans are? Like it's a, it's a super iffy thing that goes on there. Cause that's like, that's obviously like the next thing that I want to see is the interaction between Crow and, and, and Osiris. Yes. Yeah. And so if, if we follow that idea that maybe Crow is Horus, is, is the Horus analog, um, Horus in the Egyptian telling is the one that challenges and defeats Set and restores balance to the... Brings, you, know, you, you were supposed to bring unquote. balance to the Force, not destroy <laughs> it! So maybe that's Starts. indicating that... De- Destiny is just Star Wars. Right, yeah. But maybe this is indicating that Crow ends up being the one to finish off Shivu Arath in the I, in the Destiny. I can universe. see that. So I, I saw it as like two ways. I saw it as either as either Crow being that that spiritual son or us the Guardian being that spiritual son. Yeah, maybe so. Um the the other theory that I think is less likely but more interesting is if we so, you know, the, the son of Osiris was from the the joint efforts let's say of isis and osiris if saint is the isis analog and osiris is osiris uh saint giving the tea giving the darkness tea to revive osiris maybe the the birth of horus is metaphorical and it is whatever new power has been born in osiris oh sure and uh, you know maybe now that power is what grows over time, and then eventually gives Osiris the ability to directly challenge uh, Shivu Arath and take his revenge. Uh, or I like that Perhaps idea too. it's not just power. Perhaps as we were talking about before, maybe it's Nezarak is in Osiris, and they're going to have to like struggle or figure out some way of cohabitating in a body and Man, Nezirak if, is if what Osiris is, the... is possessed by another damn being this is Osiris <laughs> is getting the shit into the stick here hey, I like, mean you, you drink darkness tea like shit's come gonna, on. bad shit's gonna happen well maybe not bad shit shit is going to happen yes Let's, yeah like you don't just sit there and like wring darkness out of the bones of this long dead <laughs> disciple and expect things to go okay like i i i thought of it as more of as like the what's the what's the i can't think of what it's called but like the broth where like you just throw everything in it and you let it cook uh. for like 42 hours yeah. and then we're it's just it's we're just, just making nezarak stock it's fine that it makes a it great is, yeah. soup great soup yep. yeah yep that's what Throw it some is. Potatoes in and some ham. It's all. Is that wonderful. what is that what Mithrax? He found an old like Earth cookbook <laughs> and was like, "Oh, I see. They they threw everything in and distill it over forty something hours. Oh, this this will work great. Yes, let's let's try this. Let's right, yeah, get yeah. get me a pot. I need I need a pot and 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 what is this chicken broth? I don't know what that is, but I need some of that." That's so, exactly what happened in that cutscene. The the thing that I think lends some credence to Nezarak being this Horus figure, it actually comes from the Nezarak Sin helmet. So okay. Horus triumphs over Set and restores balance to Egypt in the myth. 
on the uh, Nezarek Sin helmet, we get that. Uh, uh, let me pull up the actual text. I, I had it in front of me. How how dare you let it go away? I know that should that you should have that text memorized, like I, I have Two Tailed Fox memorized. Okay, Two Tailed Fox is a song. Like, hey, who cares? I still have it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> so Nezarek Sin <laughs> says uh, that Nezarek is the purest light, the darkest hour. He will never cower when dusk does fall, but stand vigilant as old stars die and new light blinks its first upon this fetid eternity. That you could argue that that is a description of a balance between light and dark, that this is a absolutely, being that absolutely. Is going to exist when you know the old ways peter out and the new ways come in. So, like, that maybe can, can suggest that. Nazareth could be this Horus analog, but absolutely, Crow's probably more likely. I Crow Crow seems like the 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 first choice. I think I I think the the idea of his power being a, a choice. I like the idea of our guardian being a choice. Like all of these are definite viable candidates if we're uh, applying this this uh, old world Egyptian story to this uh, to this cutscene. So that that's kind of you know all I've got for that. It wasn't it wasn't a a grand like this is all leading to this point. It was just kind of a uh, there are some some similarities I think we can draw and absolutely maybe it informs us as to what might be coming. Absolutely. Uh, so then of course the the rest of the cutscene. Uh, Saint tells of, Os- of Osiris waking up and and Osiris uh, sharing memories. So so. Um, and, and, and that's, that's what the fact that Osiris is sharing memories of, of what, uh, Sabathun knows of in his head. So we learn that Sabathun knows of, uh, um, I'm going to mess it up again. Neomuna. Neomuna. I kept, for whatever reason, I keep wanting to call it Neuropa. <laughs> Neoropa or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why. Like the two of those don't, like maybe because Europa is a moon and it's Neomuna. I don't know. And then it's Neptune. So then that just gets thrown out into nowhere land. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we know that Savathun knows of these, of this colony on uh, Neptune. Uh, but the fact that Osiris has memories here, like that to me leads more credence to think that the, but again, it's, it's like what you were saying, where does the soul of Nezarex end and where does the power of darkness begin? And that's, right. and that's, that's where like either one of those could be, could be in that. Cause like, what is a soul, right? Like that's the, you know, that's the big thing. And then, then of course we get to the end of the scene. Um, which I absolutely love Bungie and I love what they did in, in the end scene here. Cause this is, I, I know it's not the first time and I know there's, there's, there's stigmatism attached to this at the end of the scene, Saint and Osiris share a kiss and there's a stigma about it that I don't, I don't think should exist there probably are a lot of players that are like, oh, that's, you know, why is it, why is it up there? Why is it in the game? Like that's, you know, whatever. But I love that Bungie is willing to show that every, everybody is a person and that every person 
should be celebrated and should be acknowledged. And, and I just, I love that Bungie did that in that scene. Yeah, it was, I mean, these are two characters that have long been known to be in a relationship. You know, there, there's tons of lore to suggest it. And, uh, so that it really shouldn't have come as a surprise to anybody. Like if you have someone that's been in a long-term coma and it's been touch and go, and you don't know if they're going to wake up ever, like have having a significant other pull out a, you know, pull through an event like that. That's an, that's a very natural response like that. That is, that is what happens. And, I love it. You know, I I I fucking love it. That's it. Well, there you go. Love that's, is love, y'all. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, so yeah. So that's that's uh that's our our little thoughts on the cutscene there. Um. And and ideas of like where this thing could go. Uh, I I do hope that there is more to uh Nezirak. I I really do. Um. But we'll see. You know, like. Again, I I reference the the um oh god, what is it? Delicate tomb. Delicate tomb, the, the fusion yeah. rifle. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the fact that it was a tomb and it's it's that's the whole like Nezrax tomb or like that's yeah. So that's I I I think that um I I hope there's more to Nezrax than that. I'd love to see where Osiris is going to be. I I do like the idea of Osiris being like the the strand go to and like the first darkness guardian or dark bearer guardian, I guess would be the the term. Yeah, and I I know in the Bungie interviews uh regarding Lightfall, they've said that like our guardian is the one that discovers I, I don't know if they say discovers strand or if they just say is the first to figure out how to use it. So, but at the same time, uh, we can discover a power and realize we can interact with that power, but still need guidance on how to utilize it, how to shape Absolutely. it, how to do things with it. You know, I, I mean, it, it, and and Osiris is a very long lived, has a lot of experience with the light as well as you know other things like. Even if he may not be the go-to for, oh, I figured out how to do this new thing with Strand if they're trying to make us the progenitor, but he could still be the one to offer, like, you know, sagely advice about yeah. how to use it and how to go about um, utilizing this new tool in the best way possible. I like it. I like it. Um, well, any other things other than, you know, don't distill dead body parts into a tea. Probably not a good... And then feed that tea to another person in a coma, unwilling. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of iffy things from Mithrax's side on this. Yeah. But no, I think that is it for our little lore short. All righty. Uh, well, then, I got to think of a different ending for this one. Uh, lore Daddies, out! Out! <laughs>